All right. <laughs> Greetings and salutations, Internet. Thank you and welcome to Persons of No Consequence. Uh, today with me, I have a special guest. It's a friend of a friend. It's no longer my mom or any of my other friends who I had to pay to be on the show. We have a real guest now. Uh, Melinda, would you like to say hello? Hello, this is Melinda. Yay, now they know. And now, like we talked about before, I can legally record you. You're aware of it. I am aware, yes. And I am also <laughs> a real person that is not your mom. <laughs> you know, I say that. My mom actually said no to the show. I, I asked oh. her to be interviewed, and she was like, I will never do that. And wow. uh, and I don't believe that you're my real son. She still doesn't understand how com like computers work, so when we talk through them, she's still a little bit iffy. Right. She <laughs> watched know, The Matrix a lot in the it's 90s, okay. so I think she's afraid. Like, I, I do look a little bit like Neo, but, like, a lot chubbier. So I think okay. she's just, like, a little bit worried that I'm the chosen one and that I might try to, like, Matrix flipper or something. Right. I mean, who can trust Discord nowadays, you know? Just... You never know what could happen. <laughs> I know you were you were one of the first people who like you were like I don't have Discord, but I'll get it. Everybody else is like, "What is Discord? Right. I don't know if I want to be recorded on that. That sounds scary. Do I have to have Bitcoin?" Well, I knew about it because my husband uses it. He's a gamer. I feel like all gamers use Discord. So 100%, yeah, yeah. I was I was already uh, acquainted. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. It is it is a little bit weird because like the setup is so bespoke, and you have your servers and then your channels. Right. Like I would like to say it's easy. I tell everybody it's easy. You just got to click on the link. But when you get logged in and you look at it, it is crazy looking and it, yeah. it's a little intimidating. <laughs> You know what, though? It's fine. We we all got there in the end. We're good. <laughs> yeah, you're here. You were right on time. You're also the first person. I think, again, it demonstrates the kind of clientele I've been dealing with on with these interviews. <laughs> you're the first person who was early. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, you well, actually I'll beat think, me to the I'll server. Yeah. <laughs> I was very excited when I saw you log on. I was actually in the mid middle of a different interview for a writing job, like an actual interview. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> not, not for a podcast. Like, it was like a job interview. I was like, hey, I actually had to cut this short. I have a different interview. And oh, wow. So you left a job interview for this. That's commitment. <laughs> it, was, it was going long. It was going well. Hopefully, who knows? Maybe they're listening to this. Maybe they're going to hire me. I don't know. We'll there see. <laughs> hire him yes thank you i don't See? know him yet but hire him sure why not <laughs> yeah you're giving a lot giving a lot of praise to someone you've never met before <laughs> um for for the uninitiated what i do on this show is I take the people that Wikipedia said no to, essentially. It's a person of no consequence. If I were to make a Wikipedia page for you, no offense, Melinda, the internet would probably deem you a person of no consequence and delete it. Definitely, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I wish. And this all came from, I used to have a show about 10 years ago now when I first started podcasting, and we had some notoriety, about 6,000 followers. And a fan made a uh, Wikipedia page for us, and it was deleted, citing persons of no consequence. So okay. that gave me the idea. And it only took me 10 years and a national pandemic, well, worldwide pandemic, to actually start doing it. Get it going. Well, you exactly. know, you're, you're here now. We're all together, and we're having fun. <laughs> I think the point of it is that we're not together. Oh, <laughs> only yeah, only <true>. digitally. <laughs> yes, only in voice. <laughs> so to, to get this started, uh, what do you do for a living? Um, I actually direct the mo local morning news in Portland, Oregon, well, early morning. Awesome. So you have yeah. a real interesting adult job. Uh, that's what people say. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think it is interesting. Um, but I also it's just, um, you know, I get sick of my job like anyone else. So it's not it's not like the best job in the world. <laughs> but it is fun. It's definitely fun. <laughs> I like to say when I was a kid, I wanted my life to be super interesting. And then when, when I became an adult, I just want it to be the most boring possible. Right. <laughs> like, it's I, definitely I don't want nice. to eat curveballs. 
Right. It's nice to be able to leave work at work and come home and just like chill out. So I also get to do that, which is nice. <laughs> right. Now, though, since we're in quarantine, are you recording? Are you guys working on anything? Yeah, How does so, that work? Yeah, the news is considered an essential uh, workforce, I guess. So, okay. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we still come into work um, physically even. Um, a lot of our anchors and reporters are working from home now, which is nice. Okay. Um, and obviously all of our office staff who can work remotely are doing that too. Um, but people like me who have to, you know, as a switcher, <laughs> physically <laughs> press buttons and move cameras around, uh, we have to actually go into work. So, yep, that's me. <laughs> right. I mean, that kind of stinks that you still have to go in. It's nice that not everybody's in the office. So I still think like it does kind of yeah. create some of that social distancing, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we also have done social distancing just within our newsroom. So we have, you know, all of our desks are at least six feet apart. And <laughs> we're, we're trying to keep that distance in the hallways. It, it gets hard sometimes. But yeah, we're doing our best. Yeah, it, it is basically physically impossible to completely distance yourself if you have to go into work. I, I know everyone's right. trying. It's just it's hard. I work in an office building and I was recently told, like, you got to get everyone back in the office, which is fine. We're, our desks are pretty far apart. But like you said, we have a hallway and a one entrance. Like there's going to be right. times where I meet somebody. Yeah. Or there's just points where, you know, two people go for the same door and you're just like, whoops, we're we're almost bumping shoulders here. So, you know, yeah. we try our best, but you know, there's only so much you can do. <laughs> there's only so much. And, and, you know, like I work in the, the really stereotypical office where we have like 45 meetings a day and accomplish nothing. So right. we've been trying to figure out how to do the meetings because right now it's all over the phone. It's all okay. But the second we get back in the office, we're going to be booking meeting rooms and they're not large. So it'll be fun. Yeah. I'm going to be playing like, uh, what's the game? Like Duck, Duck, Goose kind of thing. <laughs> Musical well, chairs. Know, we'll see. You know what a lot of our office people are doing is using Zoom. Like daily for hours on end <laughs> so that might become a new norm now who knows that's, that's what i hope for i work for a couple of companies that have like a kind of a stake in seeing people you know uh, you know the economy opening up again so right now they're like yeah go go work it'll be fine we we have a mask not for all of you but for the important <laughs> one so a communal mask yeah it'll be fine exactly. yeah it's fine i told them i'm gonna wear mine mine has like spider-man and really cool nerdy things on it so i'm probably nice. gonna wear mine to work <laughs> so before I like I bombard everybody with more quarantine talk, can you take me on a journey? How does one become a morning director for for the news? How does that happen? Is that oh, a thing yeah. that you set out for? Is that is that something I can go to school for? It is a journey. Um, yeah, you can go to school for it, and I did technically. Um, but <laughs> okay, <laughs> sounds like there's already a story there. <laughs> well, okay, so I did technically study television, but in um, I went to the University of Michigan, go blue, and Ooh. I did have to study um, film and television together. Okay, um, I kind of always knew I wanted to work in TV and live TV specifically, so that's what I was looking for—just that broadcast TV. Um, but the program I ended up in, I studied a lot of film and maybe like 25% TV. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it prepared me somewhat, but it wasn't the same as like on the job training, right? right. So, so you get your degree, um, everyone's kind of in the same boat where they either went to like a technical school and got like a lot of experience or they did like me where they went and got a liberal arts degree and, <laughs> you know, have some experience, but not that much. So you have to do like at least one internship, right? Just to like be in a control room and know what it's like. Okay, um, okay. They, they have to scare you to, to death right. and go, are you sure you want to do this? 
like you basically won't get a job unless you've had an internship at a TV station. Um, that's good. That's I, a good note. That's a good note. I'm gonna have to make sure I write that down if I decide to change careers at 40. <laughs> right. You're gonna have to start all over. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> no, actually, I mean, just any any amount of experience, like in a TV station, you, you'd be good. Um, okay. So my my first internship was actually at this really small station in Jackson, Michigan. Right? Like, right. no one's heard of it. It's called JCV. If you were to hold up your, your mitten on your hand, you do right. here in Michigan, where's that at? It's um, it's a right about in the center of the palm. So it's, you know, uh, what is that? Like, north? No, it's just about directly west of Detroit. So okay. okay. West of Detroit, somewhere in the palm, you know. <laughs> no one knows what we're talking about. If you're not from Michigan, no one knows. I hold up my hand and they're like, what is wrong with this guy? <laughs> I don't even bother in Oregon anymore. Like, no one knows what that means. <laughs> what shape is Oregon in? Oregon, I guess it would be if you just turn your hand sideways. <laughs> kind of. I don't know. No, it's a rectangle. Michigan, I remember that from elementary school. Yeah, yeah, I know. There's not, I guess there's not a rectangular part of our body, so. Yeah. All right, point, point, point Michigan, all right? Like, we, we might be uh, losing in That's every right. other aspect, but, but here we oh, got you. We win on map anatomy, for sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> so, oh, where was I? Yeah. So I worked at, um, I did an internship at JTV, which was this really small station, but it was great because they gave me, they basically let me do everything. I started directing when I was an intern, which is awesome. Oh, that, that like, is never, really cool. It never happens. Right. And it's just because they had this like two hour daytime, like talk show with this like community goofball <laughs> called the Bart Holly show. And um, he just interviewed, you know, like firefighters, just like whoever he wanted to in the community <laughs> who was like willing to come on. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, it was great. Um, and we had like one cameraman and the director in the booth and that was it. <laughs> so it was like That's very terrible. It was great because I got to those skills you know i got to start using a board for the first time i was mixing audio for the first time and just you know getting all those that experience that i needed and it's worked you've reached the pinnacle you are a director it's true i am a director i don't know about the pinnacle <laughs> i don't okay, know about listen, that. director is director is a director do you have a fancy chair do you get to tell people what to do you are running the no. show no, <laughs> I guess I guess I tell people what to do, but I don't have a fancy chair. I'm not. Oh, I'm not to that point. I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, that's something to aim for, though. Like now, you've True. set goals. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that'll be my next career goal: fancy chair. <laughs> <laughs> I need to put my name with. on it. That's what I've always wanted. You don't have a chair, chair with your name on it, Melinda. Oh, it's not that kind of chair. You know, we sit at like uh, kind of like a countertop with a bunch of buttons on it. So. <laughs> I'm just so I, have an maker. I can put my name on whatever I want and I frequently <laughs> do in the office that is a thing that I do it serves no purpose I put it on like community things but you know <laughs> it now has my name on it it makes me feel special I could definitely you know do the masking tape thing <laughs> yeah why not why like not, you tell me right? there's no marker around like exactly. the, I the world is your oyster true. there's no one else there you're quarantined right now you're the only one going into the office right like you might as well take it Oh, yeah. I mean, at a time, we do have shifts. <laughs> I'm not there all day. Thank goodness. <laughs> well, you're going to have to be there all day to make sure no one sits in your chair with your name on it. Oh, gosh, you're right. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll take this on. It's worth it for my dreams. <laughs> I'm really sorry to keep interrupting. It's the only thing I can do. I have these people who are way more interesting than me on the show. And the only thing I can do is make sl like sly comments like Joel <laughs> McHale. Okay. I have no other 
attributes for me. I have, I have no abilities whatsoever. It's very entertaining, but I will lose my train of thought. So just know that. <laughs> That's the beauty of podcasts. Number one, I have like five <laughs> listeners on this channel. And so you're, you're, you don't really have, there's no okay. pressure, you know, Good. you're not going to let anybody down. And number two, I'm having a blast just being able to talk to a person I haven't known for 20 years. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, no, it's so nice. I feel so lucky just being able to talk to interview guests on our show. And just be like, <laughs> hi, how are you? I've never seen your face before. <laughs> how do they feel? Is everyone coming with quarantine outfits? Are they wearing like the outfit from Outbreak? What are they no, coming on? People know they're going to be on TV. So I, I think they do dress up more than usual Zoom calls. <laughs> um, no, yeah, we haven't we haven't got any really crazy ones. We do interview um, mayors every week. So just mayors. Oh, okay. are, there's lots of like little towns around Portland. So we, we interview a different mayor every week. The mayors can be a little outlandish. They're the ones who come in with like a cowboy hat sometimes. Or <laughs> like, you know, rocking the sweater vest and stuff. So um, that's exactly yeah. what I pictured. When you said mayor, I pictured a man with a large mustache and like a 10 gallon hat in a sweater vest. That's what right. I think all, exactly. all mayors wear. <laughs> At least in the Portland area. Yeah, true. <laughs> I've seen Portlandia and that's just what I assume. They're all like they're riding on unicycles and and oh, other yeah. large wheeled vehicles. It's pretty accurate, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, we. I mean, we have just have lots of characters here. It's great. <laughs> is it as silly as, as the, you know, as all of this media portrays it to be? Are, are you like stuck in the 90s? I guess I, I, I didn't really connect the dots, but it sounds a little bit hipsterish. Yeah, no, it's definitely hipster. Um, I think that, well... I would like to not consider myself a hipster now. (laughs) (laughs) Curly mustache and you you make sure your beanie is perfectly flat. At one point, I was definitely a hipster. So (laughs) I think everyone who's here now was a hipster at some point in their life. So it kind of remains like I have blue hair, right? (laughs) It kind of goes with it. It's been a little while. I used to have blue hair in high school. And then when I got uh, an office job and had children, they took it away from me. I say they, I don't know. It was like a men in black type character in a tie. And he was like, no, no, no more. And now I dress like I'm Don Draper. But like if he had a really, really bad week. (laughs) Okay. Well, you know what? Um, Try to get the blue hair back. It's really fun. I've been th- being quarantined this long and I've, I've actually I've, I've actually started to sell some of like my creative writing. I don't have to be a shill necessarily for corporations. I've been thinking about it. If I get a few more, maybe I'll dye my hair blue and show my kids that they don't have to dress like the man. You right, know, right. like four, they don't know what the man is. I keep talking about revolution and they, they don't know what I'm saying. So, <laughs> yeah, I'd say go for it. Um, it's it's worth it in the long run. You know, oh, OK, that's good to know. <laughs> Have the you ever like having that, like the the rebel haircut? Has that ever stopped you from getting any sort of like I don't know headway in the entertainment business? In quotations, no, it really doesn't. Especially being behind the scenes, no one no one cares at all. <laughs> <laughs> we have like people who barely barely even dress for work, and then we have you know people with blue hair. So <laughs> it's, it's all That's good. It's all yeah. <laughs> So then why don't you just write your name on stuff? I feel like if I was working in that kind of environment, I'd just be claiming things. You know what? I just never thought of it. There's the idea. I mean, I just, I need to make this happen. <laughs> that could just be like the stereotypical, like, like male dominance in my head where I'm just like, I need to own everything. Give me my label maker. Right. Like I was here. 
that's the isn't that why like like oh my dudes choose to procreate is we just need to we just need to like spread the word of our dna everywhere like i just need i need my kids to conquer lands that i can no longer reach oh gosh yeah okay i guess it is kind of gross maybe i won't do this yeah. so I, was, I was saying i was like wow this sounds really really destructive and i maybe i shouldn't be asking people to do this in my name never mind i'm still gonna do it though i think my coworkers <laughs> would get a kick out of it <laughs> well like do you do you have kids is it okay if i ask that i don't yeah that's okay. fine <laughs> so the, okay yeah i guess i already asked it. if you said no i guess then we'll, we'll start getting awkward so you don't have kids so you might as well put your name on stuff i already right. that's my legacy like i'm gonna die and my kids are gonna be left with all of my action figures and a bunch of podcasts that nobody <laughs> wants and but you can do something cooler you can put your name on shit and you actually have stuff that people care about you you know you help create the news I, right, like I don't a, create like a crappy name. old office chair. Yep. That, that I can put my name on. Everyone wants that. <laughs> well, first, you know, maybe you need to argue for a better chair. I think if you're going in, you're a necessary worker. You go, you make things happen. Go shake it up. You like tell them like, listen, I got this blue hair and I want this nice chair. No, I think you're right. Maybe I can form like a little coup and we can all like go into the <laughs> general manager's office and just like ourselves some good chairs we deserve I don't it know why I'm trying to foment rebellion and you're very it sounds like a very nice workplace <laughs> i mean we've got a union we can make this happen <laughs> yeah I, yeah there you go you talk to your union rep and you say like listen like i i'm not coming back in or i might dye my hair brown again like if it's if i don't get my oh, chair wow. that would be serious <laughs> that might actually cause some waves yeah so so you started in Michigan. You you know, you were on this track to become the next David Lynch or whoever other people like as directors. How do you end right. up in Portland for the morning news? That like again, that sounds like a little bit of a journey. Yeah. So um, okay, I guess I kind of left off at my internship. So <laughs> try I have notes. I do actually I do actually try to keep it in case people do get sidetracked <laughs> either by me or some other outside force. Usually it's me. Hang on one second. I'm just gonna take a drink because I'm like starting to get parched <laughs> oh i've been chugging this this boba tea lemonade now who's a hipster this this entire <laughs> conversation so okay great i've got a coke zero so not as cool <sighs> no you are so much cooler i love coke zero it sustains me it's so good um okay so internship <laughs> right that's where, we, that's where we were this is going great i can tell <laughs> You listened to my other. I sent you a sample interview. Like you, you, you knew what you yeah. were getting into. You weren't like, okay, like Cr Cronkite is going to give me what's what. Like you know that this is a joke <laughs> upon jokes. Like I appreciate just an adult being on the other side of this. <laughs> Honestly, though, have you interviewed children? Because that would be great. I want to. I mean, to that. children in age, definitely not. Children in mentality, one hundred percent. If you listen to any of the, like, I'll send you a link after this is all done to some of my other podcasts that are on my network, and none mm -hmm. of them are for adults. I, I host another show called Aiming for Mediocrity, and that's because none of us are going to be normal middle class for sure. Right. Right. Oh, me too. Actually, yes, can, I... <laughs> can I? Can I chill on that one too? <laughs> I'll, I'll try to hold off on all the dick and fart jokes for at least 20, 25 seconds, and then you can oh, get your bother. word in. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. I didn't know. Does, does that mean I have license to make more dick and fart jokes on this interview? Go for it. You know, oh, I work perfect. with all men. Some, it's some fine. Ones, but. <laughs> so, you're, so anyways, <laughs> your internship. Right, my internship. So, um, yeah, like I was saying, I just got to do pretty much everything on that show, which, you know, it was a small show, but still just being able to, you know, just get the basics down where I felt like, oh, I might actually be able to do this. 
Right, just cut <laughs> your before, teeth a little bit. Right, where before, like, even in school, there was still that kind of like, well, we're doing this in, you know, a safe environment. Is this really how things go? Right. Um, so then, like, in that show, even though it was a silly daytime talk show, <laughs> it still just gave me that live atmosphere where, like, oh, okay, if something goes wrong, I have to fix it right now. <laughs> People are watching. You know, like, this is live. Stop. Like, we don't stop and the teacher kind of explains something to you. No, you have to fix it now. <laughs> I would watch yeah. a show where your teacher just stops midway and like, actually, listen, we should have cut here. <laughs> like, the anchor just stops and like, whoa, 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 whoa. Can we back up? We need to focus that. <laughs> that looks bad. <laughs> I would love that. I wish I had that right now on my podcast. I've tried to get an, an audio engineer and he was like, dude, it's just so bad. I would be giving you notes the entire time. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's okay. You know what? Podcasts, though, I feel like they get a kind of a, a free pass. Especially in this quarantine. I've had like so many compliments. They're like, oh, you sound so great. And I'm like, they heard the Discord app kicking up in the beginning. They heard the call disconnect every 30 seconds. They're like, no, I just love having content, period. They also have a yeah. gigantic beard. Oh, true, true. Like, podcasts are so great right now because they're just like, it's the only that's keeping me going. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, <laughs> back on track. So, okay, I'll move on from the internship. It was, it was okay. great, great experience. Um, then I had to actually graduate college and find a job. That was much more difficult. <laughs> but it's weird. People let you do things for free a lot easier than they will pay you to do. It's, so, it's so weird when you think about it. It's like we talk about it. It's so easy to get a podcast. Try to get someone to pay you for a podcast, though. Right. Oh, I've never seen people laugh so hard different story yeah (laughs) um yeah so i kind of i did struggle to find a job after school i also graduated in 2012 so you know everyone was struggling (laughs) to find a job they still are are you sure that you're employed like true true true. graduated in 2011 so yeah it's okay yeah true yeah okay i feel fine then (laughs) everything's great um So yeah, so once I graduated, um, I had a dream. Like this was this was a real dream. <laughs> I had <laughs> <Go>. a dream. <laughs> well, okay. Let me tell you about my actual dream, what made me want to be in live TV. I okay. was absolutely obsessed with Conan O'Brien. Like, oh. <laughs> like to a point where like I watched him every single night in high school. I think I started watching him in like 2003 when okay. I really shouldn't have because I was like 13. <laughs> no, that's the, that's when everyone gets, that's when I got into late night as well. Right, right, because it's like kind of that forbidden thing, exactly. and my you parents just didn't care. Over your future job just ended. Now it's time to watch the fun stuff. Exactly, and you feel like an adult even though you're like you know going to middle school. I didn't but... understand a single thing that David Letterman said, but I watched every episode. Exactly, yeah. So I like fell in love with Conan when I was 13 years old, <laughs> <laughs> and I just like continued to watch him all the way through. In college, I did kind of fall off the wagon. Sorry, Conan. Um, I just got busy. <laughs> Don't know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I had a dream of like moving to New York and working on Conan's show. Right, like that was my my aspiration (laughs) Um, you know valid dream right um then conan lost his show moved to la (laughs) that was was right around the time right like yeah yeah so that kind of like fell apart and then i had to figure out what my new dream was um so (laughs) i was just kind of like well you know new york city is where i always wanted to go so i was like i'll just shoot for that um you know number one tv market in the country my goals You know, our, our parents' generation, they call them plans, but for our generation, they're dreams, okay? I have a backup dream. It's a, it's a pipe dream. So, uh, <laughs> but anyways, after 
college, I saved up money. I moved to New York City with my boyfriend, now husband. Aw. Right over there. Hi, Jay. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, we lived in New York for a total of three months. Wow. <laughs> That's how well this went. <laughs> oh, my God. So, <laughs> I moved there. I, I, actually... I almost just choked on boba, okay? That is not what I was expecting you were to say. <laughs> Three entire months. I know it's it's amazing. Um, so I went there. I did have a job when I left. Um, that was my, you know, as long as I have a job, I'll move out there, right? right so right. I had a job, but it was at a film academy for a summer a summer camp at a film academy. Oh no! <laughs> so I was teaching middle and high school students film. <laughs> Oh, you know, they have the perfect attention spans for right. that. <laughs> right. That was that was a tough job. But it, you know, it did pay the bills for a little bit, but it was also temporary. So I was did looking you try for to relate to them through like hip hop music. <laughs> I've I've seen that people have had some really good success stories in that. Oh, right, right. Successful. Michelle Pfeiffer, Whoopi Goldberg, <laughs> yeah. Danny DeVito, the list goes on. That's what I've the way I've learned to uh, like, you know, relate to the youth is through the the hipping and the hopping. No, I don't think I related to any of these youth. Um, <laughs> you know, I tried. From Michigan to not translate to New York kids? No, these kids were so cool. Like, I have never been this cool. I never will be this cool. Let's like, be fair. Like, we're never going to be that cool. We're from Michigan. Like, to be a 14-year-old boy in a film summer camp, like, come on. <laughs> it's just never going to happen. So, yeah, no, it went... It, it, it went fine. I'll say it went fine. <laughs> the kids were fine. You smoked some cloves. It was a good time, right? Right. <laughs> well, the craziest part was we were responsible for these kids for some reason, even though I had oh, absolutely no like, college experience. student. Exactly. Like I was just out of college and I like had never taught, I've never taught anything. I didn't have any <laughs> childcare experience. And they took a they had us take these kids in groups of like out oh on the God. streets of New York <laughs> and like teach them how to shoot stuff. It was crazy. <laughs> so you lost the kid, right? That's how this story ends. <laughs> a pigeon just flew away with him. That was my biggest fear, honestly. Or just one like wandering away. On I mean, the subway <laughs> is everywhere. They could go Dude. literally anywhere. <laughs> like, this this no, other I child. Not, I did not lose a child. There's no one in charge of making sure I don't die. This is going to go great, mom. Thanks for right. summer camp. We did actually get a lot of complaints. I don't know if like this was, this was a legit. It was a legit film academy, but it was not that legit of a summer not, camp. I'm so. not going to lie to you. It does not sound like a legit film academy. <laughs> that was oh yeah, um, yeah. It was. It was. It was an experience. Anyways, okay. <laughs> so yeah, that was my three months in New York. I tried desperately the entire time find a job in a TV station, any TV station. I didn't care. I just wanted. Any type of job. I was even looking for film jobs, which like I never wanted to do film, but I thought, right. well, I could, <laughs> you know, that, you know. You should talk to some of these rich fourteen-year-olds. I'm sure they they had a student film they wanted to make, right? <laughs> oh gosh, missed opportunity. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, but yeah, so my my stint in New York kind of failed, and I came back to Michigan, and then I was kind of um, looking for any type of job. <laughs> I could get in TV in Michigan because I was like, well, I might as well start where I came from, right? So, 
Is that depression? Is that like the worst like defeat ever? Because like not only did like did you not achieve your dream when you went out to New York, you had to come back to Michigan. And I know people we all pick on Ohio like oh Ohio sucks. Michigan's the same thing. We just have corn and trees. That's the only difference between Ohio and Michigan. Yeah, I mean, I'm I if I had to go and crawl back to Ohio, I think I would have been really depressed. (laughs) But yeah, Michigan is it's close. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I I love Michigan. I love Michigan. No, I talk a lot of crap. It's wonderful. Like I, I live in the city. I live in Grand Blank. No one knows what that is. It's not Detroit. Sadly, there are more cities in Michigan other than Detroit. But like out of a mile, like, like you go from full city, almost skyscrapers, you know, 10, 20 story buildings to just trees within five minutes. And that's the magic of Michigan. Wherever you go, you can throw a, a ball and you can hit trees and cornfields no matter what oh, yeah. city you're in. So it's so it's so pretty. I mean, that's yeah, that's the main thing about Michigan, isn't it? It's like water is just in abundance so it's, but it's also secretly like the texas of the north everybody has a gun secretly yeah. everyone's a republican we're, we're, we're by all these blue cities but like everybody <laughs> really does have a 10 gallon hat in a southern draw for some strange reason yeah yeah it's true and especially so that's actually where i ended up going i ended up moving to traverse city right oh that's my goodness I, that's where i got my opportunity in michigan so traverse city itself is pretty progressive or yeah yeah but every single area outside of (laughs) right you travel five miles and it's like that's where i grew up i grew up outside of alpina in a little town called hillman and uh oh man it's scary (laughs) you see so many uh, rebel flags like all the confederate flags and you try to explain to people we're like we're not even close to (laughs) the south like this is as far into the union as you can get without being in canada Like, what is this for? This is not Southern Pride. So what no is this? Pride. We're so far north. But then again, people that are flying those probably don't have maps. So it's, I, a, different, it's a different thing. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Continue. No, no. You're fine. You're fine. Um. So shoot, I did lose my train of thought. Um, <laughs> I knew it. I sensed it in the air. I was like, oh, she's not going to be able to tell me the rest of the story. I've ruined it with Michigan talk. <laughs> You can't ruin it with Michigan talk. Coke Zero will help me though. Hang on, let me let me get my Coke Zero power. Isn't it the exact opposite? Like, doesn't like that much aspartame? Doesn't it like slow down mental faculties? <laughs> maybe that's just me. Maybe my mental faculties are just slowing down as I as I drink Coke Zero. Like, you know, correlation is not causation. Blame, I blame my poor memory on Coke Zero because that would be great. <laughs> I drink it like it's water, and maybe that's the problem. Is I don't drink water. I just drink Coke Zero. Oh, yeah. Well, that Maybe is I can get a sponsorship, but at least send me one. That's all hey, I'm asking for. There you go. Get sponsored by one can of Coke Zero. <laughs> you know, if you just send me a Coke Zero, I feel like that is good sponsorship. So we can, can talk after this. I can do that. I'll wipe it down before I mail it. <laughs> okay. So anyways, yes. I went to Traverse City. Um, I, I got a job at a TV station, but it was not directing. It actually wasn't even close to directing. It was in um, Master Control, which um, most so you're in the room where it happens, essentially. Um, actually, no. <laughs> so Master Control sounds super fancy, but it's actually the room kind of like off to the side. It's very dark in there. There's just screens. Um, we're the ones who monitor the broadcast and run commercial breaks. So hey, okay, that okay, that might not be the room where it happens, but it's a room where the money happens because without the commercials, nothing's happening. That's very true. Master Control is one of those jobs that like pretty secure as long as they don't you know outsource you to another city which is what ended up happening to us oh, but... no. <laughs> it's all right we've moved on that's so sad like i had a job like that it was called the command and control center and you would have thought i was working for nasa 
I was like, I go in there, like, you can never get fired. The only thing you have to do is not fall asleep. Like, it's essentially the call center that no one calls for a large corporation. And if any of their big machinery breaks, they call me and I call some dude or lady at four o'clock in the morning and tell them to turn it back on. That's that was my only job. And then if something were to happen, like, say, a terrorist threat or some dude drops a burrito on, on some control switch, I have this button that I can press. It turns everything off. And I had oh, that job wow. for four years. It was wonderful. And people, I you would have thought that I was exactly. It was it was wonderful. And then they outsourced it to another city. Oh no! <laughs> no, that's the thing, isn't it? Any of these jobs that like are so perfect, <laughs> just like you have happened. your life made. They're now like, oh, we can get one guy in Boise to do it. One hundred percent. And, 100%. <laughs> and you, you know part. what? They should because that dude in Boise deserves it. They do not need to be paying us, you know, twenty whatever an hour to not do anything. And they definitely weren't paying us twenty dollars an hour. I want to. I want to note that right now. <laughs> Solid ten fifty, I think, is what I was making, which was a lot. Like, you know, well, yeah. I was a kid. No, yeah, for sure. Um, it's outsourcing does kind of suck, but digress. Oh, no, no, okay. I want to make sure I'm clear. I'm not advocating for outsourcing. <laughs> I just want to think, like, oh man, it sucks that they outsource my job. I'm like, I kind of had it coming. Like, <laughs> they paid me a lot of money to do very little right. for a very long time. <laughs> We're hanging on to some coattails there. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I still put it down on my resume because command and control center looks damn good. Oh, you have to. I mean, come on. And the responsibility. My God. <laughs> when, when people ask, I go, I listen, I don't, it was so stressful. I don't think I can talk about it. And they're like, oh, no, I understand. Like, they know what it means. <laughs> Do you need a quiet room? Like, like it'll be okay. <laughs> uh-huh. so basically, master control was like that. <laughs> Like we sat in a room. Um, I had a 12 hour when I first started, I had two 12 hour shifts over the course. (laughs) And that was it. (laughs) So I was part time over oh overnight too. Oh, just the cream of the crop there. Um I feel like I actually know you now because that was the same situation. I feel like there's that's the connection. Oh yeah. So I mean that must just be control centers. They they work people to the bone and expect you to sleep like a bat. So Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or just not sleep at all because sometimes people call in and then you're just on the other twelve hour shift. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yep. That happened all the time. Um <laughs> so I was working, I think it was like one AM to one PM. Like okay. my life didn't make any sense at all. No. <laughs> Um, they pay you decently, you know, during that time. So I was working part time, but I was able to support myself, which is nice, I guess. Yeah. But still just kind of like barely surviving. So I did that for about a year. Um, and then I had I had told them, you know, when they hired me, oh, I want to do, you know, I want to do the newscast. I don't I want to direct eventually, but I didn't expect to direct anytime soon. I was just like, you know, get me in there. I will do like anything you have available. The problem was all they really had were director positions because at that point they had paid Pared down to robotic cameras, you know, um, actors kind of do everything nowadays. So yeah, they had just really the one position for each show. So I was just kind of like waiting for someone to either like quit or (laughs) die. (laughs) Let's be honest. You were waiting for what would happen on any single TV sitcom in the nineties where the the broadcast was involved. Like somebody gets sick, somebody ends up in a closet locked in it and it's your big break, right? They're like, Melinda, you're the only one who can press a button. (laughs) Exactly. Get get that lady from Mr. Control. She knows what's up. She's only been awake for 56 hours straight. What I mean, it really was kind of a fantasy of mine. So I would watch these <laughs> like morning newscasts, right? Like during my weird overnight shift. And I was just like, man, I really want to do this. So I was really trying to pay attention and right. like 
befriend the other directors so that they might like put a good word in for me. And it did end up working. Strangely <laughs> enough, networking does work. <laughs> so um, when the position did eventually pop up, someone ended up leaving. Um, they trained me and made me a director after one year, which was awesome. Oh my goodness. That is, a, you're just That's throwing like all the twists out there. That is not how I thought the story ended. <laughs> I know. It was crazy. You I didn't expect to be kid in Traverse City. <laughs> they literally, they brought me into um, the HR office to like offer me the job, but they didn't really say they were offering me the job. The way they phrased it was, um, you're going to have healthcare now. <laughs> so I was like, and they were like, do you want healthcare? And on the, at the time I was on Obamacare, which had like just come out basically. Right, exactly. I was like, um, I mean, I kind of have healthcare. What do you mean? <laughs> like, I didn't understand where this conversation was going. I thought they were just like concerned for my well-being. Right, yeah, because you hadn't slept in several days and they could tell. You know, you're trying like, to put your keys in the vending machine to go home at night. So I was like, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't have any chronic conditions. Like, is your healthcare better than my healthcare? Like, I was trying, I was trying to like compare. <laughs> and they were like, no, we mean like, we're going to make you full-time and you're going to start directing full-time and i was like what <laughs> just yes, like, totally... that. i want to give a note exactly. to all hr out there my hr does the same thing they would come in they're like listen so and they would say it like i was getting fired so i'm like packing up my things right. and like exactly. so we're gonna only need you to come in like monday through friday now i was like oh okay i get it wait hold on like i work weekends they're like yeah well with your promotion i'm like well, maybe start with that maybe lead right. with like, the fact that i'm promotion? not fired <laughs> So that's how I became a director. I was a little tiny bit trained here and there by the other directors. And then they just sort of threw me in there and made me a director. Um, so at first I started, um, we were a station that had like two channels, which is weird to explain. Um, <laughs> weird FCC rules involved in there, but you are allowed to have two stations in the same place sometimes. Um, okay. So we had we had an NBC and an ABC station. So I was directing just for ABC in Traverse City, um, and I would do the six thirty news PM six thirty PM. <laughs> Which one was that? Was that NBC or ABC? It was ABC, and then okay. um, yeah, I did NBC a little bit here and there to fill in, but for the most part, I just did ABC. And I did like the 11 o'clock news at night. So I it basically like, like my brain as a kid when I found out because I, I watched the anchors on the NBC news. I think it was seven and four. Um, yeah, where, seven where and I was four. At. That was my station. It was your station. No way. <laughs> oh, my God. I wasn't yeah, even going to say it. I found out like, they no did another channel, well. too. Oh, my goodness. Well, you just made my heart jump a little bit. Yeah, I oh, watched wow. seven and four all the time. I was oh a very God. strange child. Yeah, so the ABC was 29 and 8, and that was the 29 one. 29 and 8, yeah. That's yeah. A, when I saw it was the same anchors, I cried for a moment. I, like, I was like, oh my god, I've been lied to. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, that's great. Oh, of course, because you were an Alpina, so. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, was, there was <laughs> no news only was local. <laughs> okay, awesome. So you know what I'm talking about. Great. Yeah, yeah. That's what you that's said. Good. I was like, oh, I wonder if, if it was anything like 7 and 4, because they used to share the newsroom. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's really cool. <laughs> Michigan. This is this is the most Michigan insidery podcast I think I've ever done. Oh, for sure. It's <laughs> just like very and Punchkis for a little like bit. Like Northern Lower Peninsula only. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, so were you in charge of doing the really really awkward um, morning things where they would put the ticker up for like the forty five schools that would close every single day from yes. snow? 
Yes, I am sorry about that. <laughs> like, it took me an hour to find out. I would miss I the know. bus because I'm like, well, my name's going to pop up, right? And then it wouldn't. And then the bus is driving away, waving at me, laughing as I try to run after right. it in six oh, foot snow because that's normal. That's that's a day where you do go to school in, in Michigan. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am sorry about that. Uh, that's another like kind of thing we have to do. But we would try. Um, we moved on a little bit from that like rudimentary system. <laughs> So we try to like put up, you know, the counties to at least give people a heads up like, hey, this county's pretty much closed. Or like um, nowadays they send out schools, send out emails. Yes, it's wonderful. Every time you know? my school gets canceled, I get a text message at five o'clock hey. in the morning and I can turn off my alarm clock. I shouldn't because I still have children to care for, but they're fine. They're four and three. Like they got this. Oh, yeah. They can make what? Cereal? <laughs> I can say things like that because you don't have kids. You don't know. You want to correct me, but you're like, I don't have them. So I maybe right. they can. Do they? When do they drive? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess. Well, okay. They could grab a muffin. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's, the, that's the secret of my middle privilege is I get to say any like if, the fact that I know my kids, people are like, oh, man, he's such a good dad. And I'm like, it's not that's not a true thing. But I go, yeah, it's totally it's so hard to, you know, oh. pat them on the head and make sure they don't smoke cigarettes. <laughs> Those are my two jobs. That's what I that's how I rank myself. As long as as long as I have touched them like on their head once a day and make sure they're not smoking a pack a day, then, you know, I'm a good dad. You know what you got to watch out for now is vaping. Like, oh, my God, three year old and make sure there's no jewel. Listen, I told them I could, I could top them from smoking. I can't stop anybody from smoking jewels. That just looks so cool. You know, the, the, the vaping and no one knows what's in them. <laughs> it could be literally anything. Yeah. <laughs> Which is exactly what you want to put inside your body. <laughs> I'm sorry, I get so depressed. Like I was actually, I went to pick up pizza earlier for for my kids, and I saw a kid who couldn't be older than maybe 13 vaping so much. Like he did like four in the span that it took me to grab the pizza from the lady bringing it out to me to getting into my car, and he he did like four vapes, and the plume around him was like a nuclear explosion. He did at least four vapes. Exactly. Like, nothing makes me feel like feel more old than when I see teenagers now. Like I, it makes me feel like yeah. an old man because like I'll see a girl and she'll be wearing a skirt and my like my friends will be like, you can't check that person out. Like that's so inappropriate. Like I'm not. It's like 40 degrees outside. She's wearing a skirt. She needs to call her father. Concerned for her well-being. And, and it's just like you just go into dad mode for people that are like adults that are older than you. Like I work in the office with people and I'm like, listen, listen, dude, like you cannot do that. He's like, I'm 50. Like I can do whatever I want. And I just it's tell him to call his father. It's just default. <laughs> I'm sorry. Again, for my parental tirades, you can continue on your story. That was way more interesting than what I had to say. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Again, when you become a parent, if you become a parent, you'll understand. You'll want to throw things at people for doing really dumb things. And you'll just praise your kids for doing really dumb things because you're just so proud of them. My daughter takes a poop and I'm just like, look at her. Like, you know, no one can take a poop like her. (laughs) Totally understandable, though. I'm glad. I'm glad glad you can understand. (laughs) You can relate. You watch seven and four as well. That's right. (laughs) It all comes back to the news channel. That's like that. That's really that's the shared experience. Really, it really is. It really is. I I I should have known when you said Alpina. I should have been like, oh, 
he is a viewer but there's only four channels <laughs> no <laughs> unless you watch public broadcasting and then there's four channels weird about alpina too was like alpina has its own tiny little station right at least I was gonna bring that up i worked there for a little while and i did uh, knowledgeable um during high school and then in college it's like their quiz show so like right. i did have some experience working there i was gonna ask you if that was enough to get my job <laughs> you know at traverse city definitely <laughs> definitely <laughs> For it. I can get into the seven and four newsroom, get that sweet meteorologist gig. <laughs> um, okay, that might require a little more uh training, but you know, quiz bowl could definitely you could be a director for sure. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. I, I actually have tapes of me. I wore some very inappropriate t-shirts on on TV, and because it was public broadcasting, nobody knew and or cared as I was um, feeling and answering a lot of questions. Yeah. <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. Statute of limitations. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be fine. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to come arrest you. <laughs> does, the, the, does the FCC monitor public broadcasting? Is that how that works? Or do they only find um, yeah, they definitely the big do, networks? So. <laughs> oh, okay, then we might have some issues there. I, I also, used to wear... Like, you know, we, we wouldn't expect anyone to be paying attention. So <laughs> No, I know for at least, like, uh, my team won once. Uh, we were a horrible team. We were... Nice. We were Smart kids, but not really. Like there were smart kids on the team, myself excluded. Um, but everyone was very afraid to answer. So it was a lot of just us sitting there, not raising our hands or pressing the buzzer. Oh. And I remember to make up for that, to like build team morale, I let my friends, I was the team captain, and I said, You pick my wardrobe. And my buddies were on the team. And uh, <laughs> hey, so that went my, well. my girlfriend at the time, <laughs> Tiffany, she also was voting, and they voted for me to wear um, one of my shirts that I only ever wore when i was at home and it was a very inappropriate shirt that says i love hentai now oh, wow. <laughs> it had a bunny girl on it and i want to note that um i will yeah. ne neither confirm nor deny if i love hentai but the shirt was <laughs> not meant to portray any sort of values at all it was just a shirt that i happened to own okay that's all i'm saying and that is all what right, they voted right. and i wore that for our first win <laughs> In subsequent loss on, on several so broadcasts like a teenage boy just like Using his arms, like so excited to have won, and his shirt says, I love hentai. <laughs> That's 100% what happened. And of course, I was wearing a beanie and I had very long hair. And oh, I looked yeah. like, I, I looked like, picture, I love it. <laughs> I, I looked like uh, uh, Keanu Reeves from, from Wild Stallions, you know, not even, not even from the actual Bill and Ted movie, like just like the standee that they had for the fake band. That's what, yeah. that's what I looked like in high school. With like a little like penciled on mustache and goatee. <laughs> I mean, that wonderful. was like every every teenage boy in high school. So oh, 100%. Was it was very bad. not unique. I thought I was so cool because I had my band t-shirt or hentai t-shirt in this situation and my one wristband and I was doing no sweating. It was a sweatband, but there was no sweating happening. I was not active unless you count skateboarding. <laughs> exactly. Everything I did was to impress girls that just were not impressed by anything I did. Well, you impressed Tiffany with your hentai shirt, apparently. I think I, I'm pretty sure she broke up with me very soon after that for a guy oh. with abs. I think oh. I think that was what her direct quote was. I, I said oh, why God. as I cried over onto my hentai shirt and my and my wristband. The one that was the one time the wristband actually did come in handy. You know, it could stop up my tears, my adolescence, angst-ridden tears. And I think she said, "Well, he has abs," and I was like, "You're oh. right, he does." Like I I can't argue with that. Can you? I know. How can you argue? Well, I can't. It's okay. We're no, learning a lot about no, myself fine. on this show. Very little about you, but a lot about me. I'm really sorry about this. <laughs> no, it's a great story. I love it. <laughs>
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. So seven and four news. (laughs) Right. Seven and four. So since you did watch seven and four, did you ever watch Mark Chalette? Yes. Okay. Good. Good. Um, How about Joe Charlevoix? Yes. Do they have Wikipedia pages? No. That is a great question. Because this this idea that you had, right? That like um, only famous people have Wikipedia pages. I don't know if it's true. (laughs) (laughs) People have made at least. I think that's part of the issue is you'd be surprised who has a Wikipedia page. That's true. Yeah. I guess you just have to have like an article about you somewhere maybe. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's all it takes is if you're mentioning some other news source. Really curious. I'm gonna look up um, because Joe is my friend. Hi, Joe. <laughs> I get home about this. You have definitely um, hear gonna... me complain about seven and four and their, their <laughs> weather report in the morning. <laughs> he would love it. Um, okay. Well, I mean, he has a page on our website that doesn't really count. <laughs> Ooh, Joe. Joe does not have a Wikipedia page. Oof, should be on this podcast. He is fair game. <laughs> <laughs> No, Joe is great. Um, he I don't know if you watched him a lot on TV, but he'll do this thing where he just kind of like laughs or breaks and like it's just it's so welcoming and friendly and like people love it. I think that's why I fell in love because like I was not to paint too much of a picture, but I was like a latchkey kid, but also in the mornings because one parent worked nights and one parent worked during the day, but both parents were gone whenever I was home. <laughs> so in the morning, that's what kept me company was the morning news. Uh, and because they were so real about it, they would laugh, they would break, they would tell little asides and joke around with each other and have like what seemed like real banter. It could have been scripted. I don't know, but it seemed real. It kept me company and didn't make me feel alone as like a 12 year old boy waiting for the bus. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah no, it really looks like I do have an affinity for the local news. That's why I was so excited when you told me that. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be so cool. <laughs> and little did you know that you had an in with seven and four. <laughs> it's, you know, it's strangely exciting. Like, I didn't want to ask it. I'm like, well, listen, can you, you know? <laughs> well i'll see if i can get you joe's number we'll see oh that would be that would be that would be so cool but i want you to know that you are also a fascinating guest this has been awesome and by no means is this a letdown because it's not joe (laughs) i mean i i'm always a letdown compared to joe let's be real (laughs) (laughs) is that a thing i now see i i can't wait for people to start listening to this that have no idea what seven news is they're like what are they talking about who is joe i want want all of you to look up joe charlevoix that's charlevoix spelled in a crazy way c-h-a-r-l-e-v-o-i-x because i really want people to like contact him on twitter and let him know that melinda like him out (laughs) (laughs) isn't it an interesting thing you say charlotte and you're like it's so weird i'm like but it's normal for us because it's such it's a city in michigan so like we all know how to spell charlevoix but it doesn't make any sense when you when you say it no, out it's like when I explain to people punchkeys. Like I remember pointing that out to one of my friends recently and they're like, what the fuck is that word? What are you eating? What are you trying to hand me? It looks like oh a donut. I had the worst time on Fat Tuesday here in Portland <laughs> because no one has punchkeys. They're not a thing. They're not around. You, so you could cor- corner the market. Forget news broadcast. Quit putting your name on stuff in the office. Put your name on some punchkeys. <laughs> Melinda's punchkeys. Um, I don't like that. <laughs> That has some weird connotation. It has very, I didn't want to say it, but it does sound <laughs> sound like something different. Um, but I think you're totally right. I could introduce Portland to the Poonchki. Portland you Poonchki. really could. Portland yeah. is about to become a very big, a much larger city is all I'm saying. 
And I'm gonna take them there. <laughs> Why not? If, if if Midwesterners cannot like impart just weight, period, on people, what are we doing? Why even go? Out? I think you could be like like a missionary. I think you could spread the good word of Fat Tuesday. You know what's weird too? Um, I don't know if it's just the station I'm at here, but I have several coworkers who also are from Michigan. I don't know what the thing is between like. We're just trying to get away, is what it is. My wife sent me a text message earlier today. The government shut down early um, yesterday because of people with with armed guns outside as they're trying to make decisions about the quarantine. And I get this text message from my wife, who has been the main reason why we stayed in this state so far. And it just says we need to get the fuck out. It just said GTFO. (laughs) And my my wife does not swear in text messages. She swears like a sailor in real life, but in text messages, you would think she's like a Midwestern mom, which she is. You know, a bunch of don't you knows and oh, um, oh <laughs> she sends me GTFO. We got to go now. And I was like, oh, OK, I guess it's time. I guess it's time to leave. And you know where we looked? Portland. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's a transplant city for people from Michigan. I don't know why I work with like five people who originally from Michigan or went to like a Michigan college. So, yeah. Well, they got their fill of it. They they were like, I'm not staying here. Forget this. (laughs) They're like, you know, that was nice. I'm going to go back to where there's no snow. (laughs) There's no snow. People don't have guns everywhere. You're allowed to wear a beanie without somebody hitting you with a pickup truck. Well, no, that will still happen. Um, not a pickup truck, though, that'll hit you with a Prius. <laughs> You're saying it's definitely going to be a Prius. You know, I'm not, again, statute of limitations, I believe, is up. I once hit a person with a Prius. And uh, you know what it is, is they're deadly silent, is all I'm saying. Like, they're so quiet. You can sneak up on people with a Prius. That's all. You, take, you know, do with that what you will. Terry, I own a Prius. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Secret assassin. This is I'm why so you work on the morning news. I knew it. No, they are really quiet, though. I, I agree. And they fit on walking trails. Again, that's all I'm saying. Like, if you want to take them on a trail, like, they're small enough to fit between two rocks that are supposed to block the trail. <laughs> that really is true. Oh, gosh, I should try that. That's a great no, idea. No, don't try that. And definitely don't say it. On this. <laughs> this podcast goes out to five to tens of people. When police don't come for me, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Would they even come for you? Aren't they kind of like like Bobbies or like oh, the RCMP? <laughs> like then they come and like knock very nicely and say like, "Can you not?" Right, exactly. I I have not like even I haven't even like seen <laughs> police officer in this city. Like I don't I don't safe. know. Where... I know you were trying to say that to make it sound like it was safe, but that sounds really unsafe. <laughs> I just mean like compared to you know I mean I never lived like like hardcore places in michigan but just in michigan i feel like you see they're everywhere. everywhere and they they're like follow you on the road like constantly yeah, and they check like, your license plate because like, hey, they, they want to pull you over you stole that car right yeah. well <laughs> so, they want to like, that quota you know they have they have so many things they got to hit like we're in a state we're in a very like you know traverse heavy like state so like they got to be able to to pull you over and get those speeding tickets because like it's what their jobs depend on right no i mean i understand it is different here. I, like, I got I, real for there for a second. I want to apologize. <laughs> Get into the minutia of, of, of local economics. No, it, it's, I mean, it's true. <laughs> Can you say? I don't know. It got weird. <laughs> to bring it back, has anyone ever played Hacky Sack live on your show? Oh, I wish. We need to, oh man, we need to find a Hacky Sack professional. Would be great. Again, what I know about morning news shows is every episode has like the serious stories that they go over from, from the night before, they go over the weather, but then they have some fun, either heartwarming or just silly segment. Is that how your show goes? 
Oh, 100%. And in the morning, especially, I mean, we're encouraged to have those like silly stories at the end. So um, yes, I mean, I can kind of get into like what I do now. I'll just yeah. forward, right? So in Traverse City, I became a director for the first time, kind of uh, sat in that ABC director position for a while. And then um, my husband and I just kind of decided like, want to do something else. We want to go he somewhere else. Text message. <laughs> Just want we just want to like you know spread out see what else there is and maybe get away from the snow because the snow in Traverse City is insane. That's so <laughs> bad. We 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 didn't decide on Portland exactly, but we were like you know Pacific Northwest area. So I started looking for jobs, um, and I looked for a long time. I mean that's just how it goes, I guess when <laughs> when you have like an actual career, it takes a while to find. You can't just take anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which was bizarre to me because in the past I just like that's what you do exactly. that's what you do until you're 30 really like <laughs> I still kind of do that oh, okay, money okay <laughs> but yeah so I just kind of held out for something that I actually really wanted to do <laughs> um and then I got the offer in Portland to morning news now I have to say morning is not my not my preferred time I do like <laughs> I, I am like a night person but the way this morning show goes I come into work at like three in the morning so, oh, so you're of, still off basically this is not morning yeah. for you that's like noon right yeah well this is almost like bedtime it's 6 30 in, in Portland right now so oh, okay okay close to bedtime although I took a nap so I'm good don't worry well, I really appreciate you staying up for us <laughs> it's up late for me yeah <laughs> um, but it's kind of good because you know it's that it's it's later than I would normally stay up but um like I'm talking about you know working from 3 a.m to you know right you're right it's a little bit weird you're on, like little... baby hours you're like like that's like what a new mom is that's like those are the hours that you sleep infant hours yeah exactly and you know in that, that early in the morning we're all kind of infants so it works out <laughs> i mean i'm an infant 24 7 i really can't speak to that i am not, like i'm very far away from an adult i mentioned all the action figures on my desk right oh uh, yeah you did several yeah, times okay <laughs> i want to bring them i gotta plug them that's part of my <laughs> that's in my rider i gotta make sure i plug them yeah, three four times <laughs> so um yeah so doing the morning show here uh honestly like my ideal type of show for that reason that you mentioned earlier where the morning show is kind of loose it's fun you can break character a little well not character i shouldn't say character <laughs> <laughs> it's not a character to like read hard news but you do have to have a certain you know mentality right thing about a murder so um but in the morning we are encouraged to like break that down especially in some of our like later blocks so okay we do shows from 4 30 in the morning to 9 a.m. So 9 a.m. is when we stop. Okay. <laughs> so we're going straight all the way through. Um, and there are two directors. So like I'm one. And then um, I also work with another director, Travis, who does. We just kind of like switch off hours. Okay. <laughs> back and forth. So um, yeah. But like later in the morning is when we get to be really kind of loosey-goosey. actually waking up and, and stuff. Right. right. Like people are either at work or they're not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> So we get to do those like more fun things. So that's when we have like our, our mayor interviews and like, <laughs> I don't know why I keep bringing that up, but I just think it's so cute. <laughs> I, think you, I think you're just demonstrating what everyone learned when they watched Parks and Recreation is that mayors are characters upon themselves. Same thing with like Portlandia. Like you're like, oh, are all mayors like that? Yes, they 100% are. Yeah, they actually are. Um, and we also, we do have people like we've had, you know, jugglers and stuff. No hacky sack. <laughs> that's the thing. I need a hacky sack 
professional because I think that would be great for our show. <laughs> Can I say that there's nothing more <laughs> more Portland like when you said we have mares and jugglers on our show? <laughs> the only way you could have made it perfectly if you're like, yeah, we did have a couple of people play hacky sack on there. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I need that hacky sack cred. Um, we'll get there eventually, but listen, yeah. if I ever make it out there, I will hacky sack for you. It's one of the few things I can do, even oh. though my body is now a 50 year old. Um, it wasn't <laughs> for a long time. And the one thing I had skill in was hacky sack. It's like the most useless skill possible, but is the one thing I'm good at is hacky sack. Honestly, I was always jealous of the kids who could hacky sack. I couldn't do it because I'm Don't like, be. not you're, you're only good at hacky sack if you're not good at anything else. <laughs> but wait, but that's me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're a director. Sack. All right. <laughs> Listed you in the same. I was like, I was like David Lynch, Steven Spielberg, Melinda. Same, wow. same title. Yeah. Same title. <laughs> Do not sell yourself short. You can get that chair with your name on it. Oh, I just feel so like uplifted right now. Wow. Thank you. I'm just saying, like, you know, the first time they got a chair with their name on it, they definitely asked for it. Right. You're right. I should just ask for it. You really should. Perfect. Listen, like you're interviewing. You, you're setting up stuff with the mayor. You're setting up stuff with jugglers. <laughs> It's this your time. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I guess that's about it. Like, it's it's kind of it's busy hours is a lot of directing time too. And right now, also things are nuts because we can't have real guests in the studio anymore. So we're doing all Zoom, Skype, FaceTime interviews. Like, it's it's nuts. But um, you know, we're making the best of it. <laughs> Right. I mean, like the content can't stop. That's the one thing about any sort of entertainment job. And I know it's the news, but you would still list it as entertainment. You know, people are watching it for entertainment value and news. But sadly, people want to be entertained. True. (laughs) You got to feed the beast. You got to make sure you have content. Uh, When I was setting this up, like I was I was lining up interviews five days a week for all of my different shows. And like, this is a joke job. You know, I run a podcast network. That is not a that is not the same thing as public broadcast. I can't imagine that it's easy trying to line up and get people to interview from Zoom calls, you know? No, it's 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 pretty hard. Um, And we have, you know, you're doing a great job because we have about 10 people on it. So (laughs) (laughs) thank you. Thank you. Five hours a day. There's like 10 people all like trying their hardest to get, you know, multiple guests. So. You're, you're Have doing you thought about hiring some Twitch streamers because that they know what's up. They know how to get everyone with OBS and Discord and and oh, recording through stuff. Cool. They all have Yeti microphones. <laughs> that is the microphone, isn't it? It is, <laughs> like and it's it's so cheap. I have a blue snowball, so see, see, everyone's got like if you have a gaming setup, you are you are set up for the quarantine, and that's the right. one thing I watch the news now, and I'm like, did no one like no one from their from their their recording booth is like, hey, send them a yeti, like we'll spend the fifty bucks. <laughs> you know what's funny is we don't have as much money as people think we do. <laughs> no, you uh, you have none. I understand that. I oh, get yeah, that completely. Not, I'm talking like even ESPN. I was I was watching ESPN the other day and like they're they're top anchors. People like I'm talking like people at level of like Bob Costas, like high up in these organizations and they're recording on their iPhone. I'm like, "Dude, just send them a mic. I'll buy them a mic. I listen to the show every week. Like, come on." It's kind of funny um now because they're trying to make things so modern and like, you know, cool or whatever. <laughs> kind of like people to be on their phones because it's more realistic to what everyone else is doing out really, in the world they want to imitate the tiktok video is what they <laughs> is what you're saying oh god i hope not oh no oh, do oh. you do filters do you have filters on your morning show yet because we could get that going 
<laughs> okay, we're not that bad. We're not that bad. I One think the, the new trend is two truths and a lie. Have you played that with any of your guests? <laughs> no. Oh god. I'm just I'm just, you know, I'm throwing out free ideas here. If you ever need a writer, let me know. Oh, no. Do scripting and transcription. Two very different audiences, but, you know, I'll hook you up. (laughs) I'm sure we could put you to work somewhere. (laughs) You know, the morning news, like you said, you don't have a lot of money. And I'm going to tell you, I'm not cheap. Okay. Well, that sweet podcast money, you know, Blue Apron's knocking on my door. Casper mattresses. Stamps.com is right there. Oh, gosh. Wow. Uh, yeah, we can't compete with that. Casper yeah. How come, yeah. Why don't you get a Casper mattress, you know, go, you know, commercial thing going on? Oh, you know what? That could work for a morning show, couldn't it? Like I, the same audiences is all I'm saying. The people that are going to listen to this are watching the news at six o'clock in the morning because they're still drunk and they're still eating uh, like burritos and Funyuns. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> what, I, can I ask, what are your demographics for that early in the morning? Um, so it's weird during quarantine, but before, I'll just say before quarantine, <laughs> in, in normal life, right? BQ, BQ as we refer to it now. <laughs> right. Or I've heard, I have heard BC before coronavirus, which I kind of oh, like. Oh, yeah, that was way smarter of a joke. What I said <laughs> in my head was BC, and I was like, that's not right. Quarantine starts with a cute dummy. <laughs> uh, you know, BC is taken, so I do like BQ. We, we can use yeah, that. Yeah, but no one knows what that means. Same thing like AD, like anodomity is not a thing that's in everyone's lexicon. Like they're not like going, oh yeah, AD, I know what that means. <laughs> I, I said anodomity because I don't know what BC stands for. <laughs> Me neither. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Okay. And you have a degree, so I feel so much better. I have a film degree. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it counts. It counts. You have the piece of paper oh. that says you're smart. I do have the piece of paper. You know what? My husband, he took my degree. He was trying to be sweet. He took my degree right after I got it, and he got a frame for it that was too small. So his, his solution was to fold the corners, fold like the edge over to make it small enough to fit in the frame. And he also like didn't know what like how to you know like mat like he didn't know what a mat was or anything. Of course, so of course frame with the degree like barely touching the edges of the frame and he's like here i framed your degree and i like almost cried <laughs> nothing says liberal arts or film degree like a folded piece of paper inside of a frame that is not the correct size you know what though now i love it so i still have it <laughs> it's in my- it goes with the blue hair and the morning show i think you have a very specific flavor like a motif going on i'm just saying like if you start directing like i think you have a story here (laughs) oh man yeah well yeah sure i have a degree but it's it's a (laughs) shitty frame folded up so (laughs) so so with the whole before quarantine thing what was your what are your goals is it this have you made it have you achieved what you wanted to do is this like is this your story now like you go until you're running this this like station or what what is it for you that's a big question. I am. No, I think the original question I, ha- I asked all the other people was, "What's your claim to fame?" Except for you, kind of had one. Like you, oh, like you have oh. a cool job that you like. So a lot of the people I interview don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that does still like make me uncomfortable because I feel like to say that my claim to fame is like what I do every day is like weird. I don't know. It feels like kind of conceited. <laughs> <laughs> I get that's like the imposter syndrome, but like you do have a cool job by like 
for instance, I stared at Excel sheets until three o'clock this afternoon. And then I had a meeting on said Excel sheets to explain to several other people who don't look at spreadsheets what were on said spreadsheets. So by comparison, your job is dope. There's a reason why I do podcasts at night and and write a comic book after that. Like, there's a reason why I do these things, because my day job is not fulfilling. (laughs) No, that sounds soul crushing. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It is a little bit, just a little bit. It's fine. It pays bills. I have children I have to pay for. Otherwise, I would be a starving artist somewhere. I met a pretty girl and she was like, you should get a real job. I was like, you're right. Like, I I should do that. (laughs) What's that? Shame in paying the bills. Exactly. Exactly. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. That's what, you know, day jobs are for. But with you, you you have a cool day job. But is there is there more that you want from it? And there's no shame in saying that, too. Like, that's OK to have aspiration. Hey, no, um, I think I'm I'm pretty happy where I am for right now. Anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> because I did just want to kind of be in. So Portland is in. Um, I, I don't know if I need to explain this. Maybe not. Maybe everyone everyone knows this. But TV markets have like different ranks, right? No um, one knows this. You can go ahead and explain it all day. Okay. That sounds cool. <laughs> okay. I, so, know what you're, I do know what you're talking about. That wasn't, that wasn't a joke. But like other people probably don't. But just, yeah, just so everyone's on the same page. So um, different, I guess, well, how should I explain this? <laughs> I guess I'll just call them a market, right? So yeah. there's kind of like geographical or city markets throughout the right. whole country. Um, so Traverse City is a market. It's just a very, <laughs> very low population market. So right. where you rank in the market determines uh, uh, how much you get to charge for advertisements, basically how much money you make. Right. So in Traverse City, we were pretty low down. I think we were about like 120. Yeah, 120 <laughs> in the country. Um, so that's low. It's out of like 50 or something like that. I think my local newspaper advertised on 7 and 4. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, I mean, no, listen, I love 7 and 4. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> great. But they are pretty low in the market. So I kind of jumped from 120 to Portland is 22. So okay. that's a big market jump. Most people don't do that. <laughs> um, which again, so you, made why... you made it in morning news television <laughs> rankings. You've made it. You've hit it. <laughs> happy where I am right now definitely um yeah so so for at least you know the foreseeable future I'm good um <laughs> but obviously down the line I don't know I could I could see myself going back to New York maybe you know getting a little redemption <laughs> <You're not kidding. laughs> um or you know if Conan's still around doing his show that's a possibility <laughs> yeah yeah you could tell your story about losing kids in New York and how you found the kid and that's your redemption arc and that would go over great (laughs) i think i mean honestly i think it would like that when you look at conan's content i feel like that is something that they'd want to talk about actually true (laughs) (laughs) but that is really cool like that you haven't kind of given up on that but you've also made it in terms of like you have a dope job that you wanted to do that you went to school for hey yeah no i'm 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 happy where i am right now but obviously i mean everyone still has goals right right yeah i would move on to a bigger market or work for conan (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's really cool like that's like something to aim for <laughs> I, that's the, like with, with my stuff like i don't really have i don't really have that next step like i work in an office like the next step is like being a more of a manager <laughs> like, like they put you in charge of more people kind of thing and but yeah. for like podcasts it's like maybe i can get one more listener <laughs> what's that 
I said that's still a good aspiration, though. Well, know? sure, sure. It, like for like dollars and cents wise, it's great. But when you hey. mentioned soul crushing. It's not exactly cool, you know. In quotations, <laughs> it's not like oh yeah, now I now I'm a people leader. Like that's not, <laughs> not the thing you know I want. Though is having a podcast. So. Yes, yes, it yeah, is very very cool. <laughs> yeah, and actually to bring that up, like you did mention before that you have a podcast or you're going to have a podcast. Can no, you no. can you elaborate a little bit? So I do have a podcast that my husband and I are starting. Um, it's not launched yet, but it should be launching anytime now. <laughs> well, you have two weeks. This 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 episode goes live. I'm looking at my calendar. Monday the 25th. Okay. Okay. Great. So it should be launched by then. Awesome. Yes, we do have a podcast. <laughs> um, it's called Dusty Pages, and name right my husband came up with that he's so smart um <laughs> my husband ej by the way um and i have this podcast dusty pages and it's where we um go through old and weird books <laughs> that we have um we're, we're kind of collectors of strange books okay um, and uh like like weird like really weird so our first episode the book that we go through is People you know, horses they love. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's just about. It's from 2004, and it's a bunch of like early 2000s celebrities with their like horses. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. Is it like a coffee like coffee it's table a coffee book? book? Yes, exactly. So there's so many pictures. Like we got Richard Gere, we got Whoopi Goldberg. Like the, oh my, those are two names I never thought I would hear in the same sentence. But they both own horses. Well, you know, I won't give away too much. Okay, yeah, yeah, spoil it for me. But can I just say, number one, that is an awesome name for a podcast, an awesome idea for a podcast, and number three, the most Portland-centric podcast that you could have made. (laughs) No, right? I'm in the epitome. Like, there are so many strange books here that I could never run out. So, Do you ever run into anything, like, esoteric in your findings? Is there anything, like, creepy, like, oh, this was a cult's, like, manifesto or something? I, I I don't have anything creepy, I don't think, but I do have, um, I studied German a little. Well, I, I majored in German also, <laughs> in addition well, to film. How, how have we been talking for over an hour and you did not mention, number oh, one, the Dusty Pages thing, and also that you, you can speak German? Uh, yeah. No, you because ever, I, <laughs> I like how you said that in German. <laughs> um, I can, but I'm also pretty rusty. Um, and I got the major just because it was kind of like easy to do after I studied abroad. <laughs> so right. It's not like something I argue with you. You're like, well, I don't speak German shit. Like, it sounds right. <laughs> I do speak German. I'll say that. I do speak German. But I speak can you at the, do the, the monologue from Monster Squad where they make the little girl read the, the spell book. Oh, absolutely not. Ah, <laughs> oh, dang. Okay. There goes my hopes and dreams. Sorry. Also, can you have learned like a more more like Michigan language than German? Like who majors in German? I know it is bad, isn't it? Well, my dad's side of the family was German, so I only had three options in high school. <laughs> it was either German, French, or Spanish. So I chose the weird one. <laughs> what can I say? Yeah, but no, that's really, really cool. And like such a cool podcast. How many episodes have you guys recorded so far? Um, just one. <laughs> okay okay no I, I record a lot ahead of time because like i have the day job and stuff so stuff gets in the way so i try to do blocks like i recorded you tonight but i recorded three interviews earlier this week so like if i die these podcasts are going to be coming out for the foreseeable right. future <laughs> right. you got some in the barrel no yeah exactly. we, we will definitely compile some more but like i said right now we have one and it will be launched i promise <laughs> <laughs> so dusty pages is that two words Yes, two two words spelt like dusty pages. 
that that's really really cool i might actually have some stuff to email for you if you guys ever need help with more podcasting things you guys seem pretty tech savvy and whatnot but we are launching the network so if you ever need assistance with anything like that like i can always one of my few skills like i seem like this goof on the mic but I do actually work for a large corporation. I do manage people. <laughs> like I, I have a real job. I had, I can be an adult when I'm not recording podcasts. Awesome. I might turn to you for some advice then. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know about the advice. I'm not successful at it. <laughs> but you know what? I'm very, very low on the podcast level. Like I, I know basically nothing other than I listen to podcasts. So anything you've got, I'll take it. <laughs> You'd be surprised how far up on the list. The amount of people that I've run into that have a podcast that don't listen to podcasts is astounding. I don't, how would you even get into it if you didn't listen to podcasts? Dude, you'd be surprised. You, you know, you have a microphone and then your, your, you know, your grandson says, if you press record, I can put that on the internet. And it happens all the time. Oh, okay. Well, right. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm saying is there's a lot of competition. Not for Dusty Pages, though. That is an idea I have never heard before. Hey, good. I'm glad. I, I know I, one of the first things I was doing while we were trying to decide what our, you know, what our niche would be <laughs> um, was just like searching podcast names to see <laughs> to try to find one that wasn't already taken. I mean, my gosh, there are so many podcast names out there. There's so many. The it's so hard. I actually had to, I, I launched a show called Confessions of a Fanboy last year, and I loved uh -huh. it. It was really cool. It's just like me telling those silly, embarrassing stories. And then there's two podcasts called Confessions of a Fanboy, and they wanted litigation over the oh name. So I had to take them down, like remove monetization. I was like, you know what? You can have it. It's fine. I'll launch under a different name. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. Bad. okay like, wow. so it is important to find like a like a, a rare name like a new name and have a like the content is more important obviously but you'd be surprised who, who can get litigious in this day and age oh gosh okay well i'm glad that i chose a rare name then <laughs> yeah i haven't heard it the closest thing is i listen to a podcast called rusty quill and oh, it's oh, it, oh, close oh. to dusty pages but very very far <laughs> that's a good name too it is, People but they're very different. They, they do scripted content. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, no one's could... talking about really yeah. old books that are real, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, okay. I want to say thank you so much. Is there anything else you want to plug? Do you want to plug your morning show? Do you want to make sure I never mention the morning show? I don't no. know if you have that, <laughs> any NDAs or... Let's plug it. Plug it for sure. Um, so it's... Uh, it's uh, Coin News, K-O-I-N, very clever, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I do the 5 a.m. and 7 a.m. hour. What, what? So <laughs> in Michigan, it's easier to watch because uh, you're three hours ahead. So you can watch can it. Can you watch it online? Can. Coin.com. You can stream it live. When it's live, there'll be a little banner at the top of the website. And you can watch it. And it's great fun. <laughs> do you really have Coin.com? Oh, you do. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I, I expected that to be like a Mortal Kombat type thing. <laughs> nope, we're legit. Been around since the fifties, and yeah, it's cool. I like this station. <laughs> oh man, they got some dark stuff on the cover page. Is there any? Can I, where can I click just for kittens? Is there anywhere? <laughs> you know, we have um, subsections under news, and uh, I think there's one called like like things that are weird or something i, I like that section <laughs> yeah just as weird there's just a yeah, section weird. under lifestyle yeah, exactly. that just is weird <laughs> oh oh there we go yeah dining with dummies renowned restaurant adds mannequins okay there we go that's more of my go. speed that's the portland stuff yeah yeah i had there was a shootout on i-84 and i was like oh no no it's too yeah. i can't be watching that right now 
And I, I broke that news because it happened like right before the noon show yesterday. And I just happened to be the sucker who. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough. But um, and they caught the guy. So that's good. Yeah, that, that's wonderful. That's good to hear. That's that's the thing. I like I watched the morning news. and I'm like hoping to see, you know, something weird about like crop circles or something. And then occasionally there's a shootout and then it goes full round Burgundy and Anchorman. And they're just talking right. about the, the saddest, meanest thing ever. And I'm like, oh, I just need to have coffee. You know, and it is, uh, you know, no, none of us like doing that type of news, but it's also important, especially those stories that really, you know, anyone on a commute is going to need to know. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. super important. Um, so it's, you know, we have to get the information out there. Sometimes people like to shoot the messenger, but you know, we we just do our best to get it out there as evenly as possible and then move on to the, you know, water skiing squirrels or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was really hoping like when I, I throw out Anchorman, I'm like, you can you can mention those references. I know you know them. If you work in broadcast, I'm sure that you've seen these things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how could you not? <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really, really appreciate it. This was so much fun for being strangers. It was fun. It was fun. I feel like we're friends now. We can oh, be for friends. sure. I want you, like, you can email, I'm going to send you my real email address. I sent you my company email address, but I'll send you my real one. And if you do have any questions about podcasting, feel free to ask me. I also know a lot about Spider-Man, um, okay. Power um, Rangers. I'm, I'm a connoisseur. Well, I mean, come on. Power Rangers is great. <laughs> exactly. I, I also know a lot about Batman. So, you know, if you have questions along those lines, I'm your guy. <laughs> you never know when that might pop up. So I'll keep you in mind. <laughs> yeah, I get a lot of text messages on trivia nights. They're like, hold on, hold on. So Spider-Man 1999. What was happening? <laughs> okay. You'll be my Spider-Man guy. Got it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I really, really appreciate this, Melinda. And I want you to have a wonderful evening and stay safe. Okay. Thank you. You too. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. <clears throat> All right. Thank you for listening. That was our show, Persons of No Consequence. If you like this, subscribe, drop us a review. And if you enjoy us a lot, you can check out our other shows like Aiming for Mediocrity. Uh, I show my wife stuff right in the fields. You can check out our web comics over on can'tbekilledcreations.com. Uh, we have lots of other things over there if you like this content. Uh, I just want to say thank you for listening and stay safe. <laughs>